Hey, what's up, B-Rob? This is Jared, one half the hashtag Blackout Podcast, running red light in snowy Salt Lake, Utah. Yeah, just calling you from the, uh, from my hoopty, if you will, if y'all remember that. Ah, hoopty. Anyway, so yeah, man, I'm finally uh, catching up to um, the Mixed Feelings episode with Cassie McFeelington and Amanda Gene, Mandy, Mick Feelington, and yeah, great episode thus far. I'm about an hour and change in. Um, did want to say this, uh, shout out to them. They, uh, they're one of the podcasts I listened to as well, uh, before I started doing shows. Uh, they have a pretty interesting show, uh, uh, pretty funny. Uh, they're sort of crazy, so like listening to them. Um, and crazy is a good thing. They're good crazy. But I don't know what their dating thing is like, so maybe they're not too crazy. Who knows? Whatever. Anyway, so what I was trying to say was, I listened to you talk about me, talk about editing, changing, changing up the names of hooks, brooks, and spices, and uh, how you are dead set against that. And, yeah, man, I, I appreciate that. Really do appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's probably a great idea, a better idea, actually, just to go ahead and shorten it whenever I need to. Uh, if the situation arises of doing some marketing or whatever, that's how I'm going to do that. So thank you very much for that. Appreciate that feedback. Screw the contest of the name change for keeping it the same. Now I'm saying that's my heart one. So hooks are up all over your mixed feelings. I did that. And we blackened out peace. You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rob. Yay! Yay! Yeah. What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a new listener, I appreciate you very much for tuning into the show and uh, giving it a try. Um, kind of pressed for time here. You know, as, uh, we always fly by the seat of our pants here. And a new thing I've been incorporating into the show, you know, I do my intro separate from my actual interviews. Um, I'm trying to add different co-hosts, you know, former guests of the show or maybe somebody you never heard on the show for the ever. You know, uh, I don't know what I was about to say there. And um, today is no different. Um, I, I like to hear his uh, insights on uh, different aspects of the professional wrestling business. And um, he's just an interesting dude to boot. Joining me here again today is the man himself, King Ajar. Well, thank you for that intro. That was uh, outstanding. So what's on your mind? What are we talking about? Well, um, Royal Rumble weekend. <laughs> yeah. In addition to the Royal Rumble, I'm going to get your predictions here in a second. Um, 
you always uh, keep me privy to the financial side of a uh, WWE as a company. And, you know, I think that's an interesting aspect um, as a fan, you know, and I like to pick your brain on that. Um, have we had any financial calls or any um, major shifts in the financial market as far as WWE concerned? Let me know what's going on, dude. So they have their, they're going to have their fourth quarter results call, I think here in two weeks. And from, if you just look at the WWE stock, it's at an all time high, right? So it ended Friday at $34 and 35 cents, which is the all time high it's ever been at. I think maybe in four years. And, you know, the reason that Wall Street is very bullish on the WWE stock is because they have a television deal coming up. And the last time a lot of investors felt like they didn't get the full amount of money they could from the USC network or from Fox because they launched their own network. And a lot of investors didn't understand that, okay, you can have your over-the-top streaming network with your archives and your pay-per-views and still have a viable television product on over-the-top cable. So now Wall Street is saying, look, we know that this next WWE deal is going to be big you know, maybe in the three, four hundred million dollar a year range, just to put that in perspective, their last television deal got about two hundred million dollars. So their revenue, which their number one source of revenue is television revenue. You know, people need to understand it's not merchandise, it's not pay per views, well there is no really pay per view. It's not the WWE network, it's not live events, house shows, it's television. So they're already a very healthy company. They made about $800 million last year. If they get double their TV revenue, they're going to be a billion dollar a year company that puts them in a different echelon. And Wall Street is really banking on that. A couple of things I want to throw in there for you. Number one, the UFC negotiations are not going great with Fox. And Fox has openly said that if they don't get UFC, they're going to try to fill all that programming with WWE. And they would be willing to put WWE on Monday night on Fox. Not FX, not FXX, but Fox. So a major four network would have Monday Night Raw Monday night, and they would be willing to pay the equivalent of what USA pays or more for two hours instead of three. Hmm. Number two... I think this is really key is if this mixed match mixed match challenge generates a lot of interest and buzz on Facebook and generates a healthy amount of advertising for them and a healthy amount of revenue for WWE, I could totally see them saying, you know what, Fox, you're going to get Monday Night Raw, Facebook, you're going to get SmackDown or Fox, you're going to get Raw and SmackDown and Facebook, you're going to get NXT. I really believe that NXT will be on a network, not the WWE network, the next contract cycle. And then I think what they'll do is they'll replace NXT with maybe an all-women's show. Maybe they'll put the Cruiserweight show. Um, they'll do something different with it. Mm-hmm. But WWE, from a financial standpoint, is never been healthier. And it's kind of like this bubble that I think all of us who invest in WWE or are financially kind of savvy to it are waiting for it to burst 
because this is exactly what happened last time. You know, they said, we're going to get all this big money. We're going to get NASCAR money. They didn't get it. But a lot of people think that that's because the network came out. But now the network was ahead of its time, right? When we think back 2014, a lot of people thought it was stupid for them to bastardize their pay-per-view business. Yeah. But their pay-per-view business was already dying yeah. because they weren't generating the revenue on pay-per-view. Maybe you can make the argument that they should have done this. We're going to launch a network. You're going to get every pay-per-view as part of the package, except WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble. You got to go. But then if you're a network subscriber, you're going to get those for 50% off. You could make a case that they could have done something like that to generate a lot more money at the beginning. But I think now that they've given everybody this $10 a month model, I just don't think they're still going back. So, yeah, they're looking really good, Rob. Um, I think the other thing we'd have to think about here is the the Facebook, Amazon, Netflix aspect of the business in, in 2019 when their contract comes up because those platforms are players and they have a lot of money and they might overpay just to get WWE on their network. Like Facebook could say, we're giving you $500 million. We want everything. Well, you can't turn that down if you're WWE. You just can't. Mm-hmm. It's too much money. So um, things are looking really good. Even with the XFL announcement, the stock hit an all-time high because this time around, Vince did not use any WWE money. Mm-hmm. He used his own $100 million. So investors are like, hey, that's what he wants to do. Can't hold that against him. But, man, WWE is hot. And, you know, I just want to touch on this for your listeners. One of the things that WWE has struggled with for years, decades, is there is a negative connotation that wrestling fans hold to ad rates. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to say is, let's say, let's say, um, NASCAR, for example, has less viewers than WWE. Mm -hmm. But NASCAR viewers spend more money than WWE fans or viewers. And I don't agree with that, but that's just the perception that Wall Street has, which is they think that the WWE just has fans who spend money on them, but don't spend money on other things. That's why their ad rates are so low. And that's why from a television perspective, they can never get the really big money because I don't know how close you pay attention to the ratings, but they outdraw the NBA, yeah. Major League Baseball, and NASCAR every week. They just don't get the ad rates because wrestling fans are seen as people who don't have money. And that's not true. Anybody who hangs around wrestling fans knows wrestling fans spend a lot of money on a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah especially those but, replica title belts. <laughs> right. I mean, they spend a lot of money. So I don't know why they get the negative connotation that they're just not willing to spend you know, the money, but that's how it is. So I think with all the cross promotion, cross branding that these WWE stars today are doing with these major networks or sorry, with the major sponsors, I think maybe that'll change. But if you just look at their advertising, they don't garner the same amount of revenue that the other quote unquote major sports franchises get or the sporting leagues get sorry in the aspect of uh advertisements or whatever um or advertising um what do you think about wrestlers being sponsored by certain companies 
I mean, I think that can happen. I just think it's about WWE willing to let them happen. I mean, I know for a fact that, you know, Punk talked about it, Mm -hmm. that he had many, many sponsorship deals on the table after he cut the pipe bomb, and WWE just wouldn't let him do it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, Brock Lesnar comes back, and he has these deals that he had before he went back to WWE, and they let him do it. But they won't let, like, the women, you know sponsor shoes or anything like that because they want everything to be tap out because they own 50% of tap out. But I think eventually if they want their stars to become, you know, the Austins, the rock, they're going to have to let them branch out and not keep them in that umbrella. Mm-hmm. Oh, they stand the risk of people just walking away entirely and they lose all that money altogether. Yeah. I think the, the thing is though, you got to have something to fall back on. Like if you look at the rock, mm-hmm. he left, but he kind of had a belief in himself that, hey, I'm going to make this Hollywood thing work. I think Cena can do it, too. But how many other him. people in the WWE right now can do Like, can Roman Reigns walk out and say, I'm going to go be a movie star? I don't think so. Nah, not I just really. Don't. So I think a lot of them, and I think especially for the women, because, like, I know you're a fan of independent wrestling, and you have a lot of friends who are on the independents. The women wrestlers just don't make any money on the independents compared to what the men can make. Like you can't, you can't get Cody Rhodes type money as a woman. So I think they're kind of stuck. But hopefully, as Stephanie and Triple H kind of take over, they can allow them to branch off and do these outside wrestling things because I just think they have a lot of star power that they need to like unleash and let them kind of break through but let them break through on their own not everything has to be wwe affiliated um but you know i think things are getting better and it it feels like the wrestlers are getting more opportunities than they have in a long time and i I totally agree uh quickly before you go ahead and uh, ride out of here let's go ahead and get your predictions for the royal rumble um all right you want men's or do you want women's well, I'm going to just breeze through the car real quick and give me a yes or no answer. Or you can okay. feel free to expand upon how much ever you can. Um, okay, go ahead. I'm just going off the WWE website, going from bottom to the top. Um, there is um, on the kickoff show, Bobby Roode has a U.S. Open challenge. Uh, any predictions on who the challenger may be or if you even care? <laughs> yes, I think the challenger is Dolph Ziggler. And I think Dolph Ziggler wins the title. Oh, okay. Also, we have uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus The Revival. I think you have to give Gallows and Anderson the win here. If you're going to reunite the Balor Club, I just don't see why you, you lose have them lose to The Revival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can kind of agree with that. And also, you got the factor of um, new guys versus veteran talent, and usually sometimes more not. WWE lets the veterans put over the young talent, but that's a whole nother different thing. All right. We got a cruiserweight six man tag. We have uh, Kalisto, Lince Dorado, and uh, Grand Metalik versus TJP, Gulak, and Gentleman Jack Gallagher. Who you got? I have uh, TJP, Gallagher, and Gulak, and Gulak gets the pin. I dig it. You, you feel um, them propelling him to toward the cruiserweight title? I hope so. I hope he gets the title and Ricochet comes in and beats and, and beats him. But I think putting Ricochet in that division is a waste of his talent. I mean, you know, you know how good Ricochet is. Yes. Ricochet could be the next Rock. 
Mm-hmm. He's that, I mean, he's that charismatic and he's that good in the ring. I just wouldn't waste him on 205. Yeah, and he and he also um, <laughs> credits some of his character to The Rock, too. He does the people's yeah, moonsault. <laughs> and all yeah, stuff. people's moonsault. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I think Ricochet's a star, but I wouldn't waste him on 205. I got Gulak winning that match. Okay, and that's a whole other different conversation because we had um, some discussions, um, especially with the stuff you were saying about expanding you know, their brand with uh, more shows and different kinds of shows. We could talk about that another time. All right. SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the Usos versus Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. Uh, one of the Usos got a DUI. The belts are gone. I think it goes to Gable and Benjamin. I said that last night, too. We um, recorded a random clusterfuck of uh, predictions, and that was the same thing I said. So I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. All right. Next is the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, Jordan and Rollins versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro win the belt. Uh, Jordan somehow costs Rollins the title, and Rollins curb stomps him in Philly, and everybody goes crazy, and that's how your match ends. All right, I dig it. I'm going to hold you to that. Um, Also, we have the WWE World Heavyweight title on the line in a handicap match. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. AJ Styles is going to win. All right. Enough said. I believe you. All right. Triple threat match for the WWE Universal title. Kane, Braun Strowman, and Brock Lesnar. I mean, this one's the easiest one of all. Brock Lesnar, obviously, is going to win. Yeah, because of what? Well, if the rumors are true that Miz is putting the Intercontinental title on the line against Strowman at WrestleMania then he can't win. Mm-hmm. And Kane, this is like his kind of send-off. Mm-hmm. I think it's Lesnar beats Kane. I think the fans give Kane a thank you, Kane. He rides off. I think Lesnar and Roman Reigns is WrestleMania. And I think that's the match they've wanted to do for three years. So you were there, right? You went to the first Reigns-Lesnar match. Yes, I did. And that was the craziest uh, fan experience I have ever been a part of, you know, in my whole life of going to professional wrestling events. It was great. And that was a great match. I think they'll do all the, I think they'll top the first one. So yeah, that's Lesnar wins. Yeah. All right. And, um, I had a side note, but oh yeah. Undertaker and Kane. Do you think it would have been poetic justice for them to retire each other and go off together? I think it would have been good if, like, you had a team, like Authors of Pain, who you call up and destroy Undertaker and Kane and give, like, a tag team a rub and let them go off together. Yeah, I think that would have been really good. Like, I would have loved to seen, like, The War Machine or Authors of Pain or Undisputed Era. Like, one of the new NXT teams destroy Kane and The Undertaker. But, I don't know, they just don't care about tag teams as much as they used to. Yeah. And I just would have liked it if um, they just went out one last WrestleMania, one-on-one, and they just retire each other. (laughs) But anyway, first time ever, 30 woman, Royal Rumble. Who you got? Well, what I asked um, Uh, my last guest, um, who do you think the potentially the final four could be? Who do you want to win? And who do you think is going to win? Okay. Final four. And my final four, I have said this all week, I'm going to stick to it. Becky Lynch, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, Bailey. Here's what happens. Sasha Banks 
gets thrown out by Bailey. Mm-hmm. She finally turns heel. She comes back into the ring, throws Bailey out. Mm-hmm. It's down to Becky and Nia Jax. I think Becky wins. She's your Royal Rumble winner. She fights Charlotte. Uh, and I think Nia is the, is the last, it's the last two. I think it's Becky and Nia. So my prediction is Becky Lynch is winning the Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. That's my final four. Who I want to win, I want Sasha Banks to win. Of but course. I think Becky Lynch is going to win the Royal Rumble. Okay. Um, I picked Oscar. And um, my and the whole thing of it is it's because it's Oscar. But I have a feeling if she's not going to win, that she's going to get eliminated earlier on in the Rumble. She's not going to stick around and be one of the final four contenders. I think Oscar has the number one. She's the number one contender. She has a title match with Bliss. I don't know why you waste her winning the Rumble, like, on her. She doesn't need it. She already is the number one contender. Why? It's like Carmella winning. It makes no sense. So, I think you have to give it to somebody else. Like, I I want to see Becky or Nia. Like, I want to see Sasha win, but that's a bias. Mm-hmm. But Becky or Nia need the win, I think, the most. Yeah. Out of those, out of everybody on the roster, of a quote-unquote top woman star, I think those two women need it. If, if it's Nia, great. If it's Becky, great. It has to be one of those two. I think giving it to Sasha, just to get to Sasha Oscar, I, I think you could do that another way. I think you could do Sasha winning the Elimination Chamber or something like that. I don't think you need to give her the rumble. I, but I do think Sasha's going to be number one, and I think she lasts till the end. That's another prediction. All right. I like that. All right. The men's Royal Rumble. Same question, just with guys. Your final four, who do you think is going to win? Who do you want to win? Final four, men, Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. Shinsuke Nakamura, mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> you calling that, huh? Yeah, Daniel Bryan, and he's not in the Rumble. Strowman's not in the Rumble, so let me think. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with somebody that's going to surprise everybody. <laughs> this is going to be surprise. I'm going to say Ricochet. Okay. I, it's not I'm gonna a say Rick- possibility either, so... I'm going to say Ricochet. He's from Philadelphia. I think it's in a Philly crowd. I think the crowd would go crazy for him. But I, I think it's like he makes his appearance and he goes back to NXT. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'll be there. Yeah, because that's not um, been done So before. here's my prediction. Daniel Bryan and Nakamura are going to win together. And your WrestleMania match is going to be Nakamura, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan for the internet wet dream. <laughs> Okay, I can dig it. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing it either. That that is my prediction. I have um, I have Daniel Bryan Nakamura being the co-winners. But if you're gonna force me, gun to my head, to pick a winner, I'm gonna pick Nakamura. Like if I have to pick one person, I'm gonna pick Nakamura. But I think it's gonna be Daniel Bryan Nakamura. I just think he's in the Rumble. I I don't know why I think that, but I think they've teased it so much on TV that he has to have a part in this AJ Styles angle. Yeah. I, I just have the feeling that it's going, if he is coming back, if he is going to wrestle, that it is going to be a major angle with Shane because they're already teasing it. Oh, I also think if he comes back to wrestle, it's going to be with WWE. Like everybody says, oh, he's going to go to the independence. But, you know, I know we're running out of time here, but let's be honest here. His wife works for the company. Yeah. They're on total diva. Yeah. They are ambassadors for the company. Yeah. And you know, he hasn't, he's not going to be traveling all over the world 
wrestling in Japan and doing all these things. I think people have to understand that the money you can make in WWE is far greater than what you could make anywhere else. And to keep Daniel Bryan out of New Japan fans, I think they'll pay him real big money. Just even if it's two matches a year, they'll pay him huge money, Undertaker-type money, and he can't turn that down. Yeah, I agree. All especially right. if the bell, especially if the Bellas come back. Oh, women's rumble. Here's my dark horse, Nikki Bella. That's my dark horse. Okay, I, I'm just, and it makes sense. Is I, I can't argue against that. That's my dark horse. So, um, thank you for letting me on. Thank you for letting me co-host this little segment with you. Look forward to uh, talking to you again after the WWE financials get released. All right, I'll be looking forward to it, man. All right. All right, take it Enjoy the rumble. You too. Bye. A big thank you once again to King Eggjar for uh, giving us a little bit of insight between uh, between or behind the financial side of WWE. Um, Speaking of professional wrestling, financials, non-financials, the Royal Rumble, just professional wrestling in general. My guest this week is uh, Goobs and Ripken. Together, they form the Wrestle Nerds. And um, I've come to know these guys over the past year or so. And um, we all group together in this uh, big uh, random, random podcast pool where we uh, bet on all pay-per-view matches, WWE-wise, not New Japan or anything like that. I don't think everybody watches New Japan. But um we just pretty much bet on the matches, um, certain outcomes, and um, we win bragging rights <laughs> and things of that nature. So I got to know them a little bit. And they also host a uh, YouTube series called WNW. It's um, pretty much uh, weekly or uh, biweekly. Um, wrestling program that they use uh, WWE 2K for and they have their own cast of unique characters one of which is myself and uh, many of the other podcasters in that um, pool I was telling you about so um, from time to time they call me up and be like hey man we need you to do some voiceover work for your character and I uh, oblige wholeheartedly it is, it's fun to do and um, just professional wrestling and the games are something that I enjoy as well. So it's double bonus for me to help those guys out. In addition to running the WNW on uh, YouTube, they have their own podcast called The Derailers to where it's uh, Goobs Ripken and um his wife. So they do that also, which you can find that on iTunes, Stitcher and all those things. And um. We're here, man. Uh, I'm kind of flustered right now. We kind of shot through that uh, opening pretty quick. And I got so many things going through my mind. We're packing up the house. We're trying to move the hell up out of here. We'll be in our own homestead next week. And this right here, this recording that you listen to is the very last recording in this house. You know, I'm looking around as I say that and I'm like, I'm ready to get the fuck up out of here. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm ready to leave this place and finally have my own shit to where I can hang shit on the walls. I can put as many holes in the motherfuckers I want. I won't have to worry about pasting them up. Well, I will because Mrs. B. Rob ain't having that. She's going to kick my ass. <laughs> anyway, interesting conversation with the um, fellas. I mean, I, I owe them a lot for, you know, giving me a platform to express myself, create 
creatively, you know, through <laughs> freaking virtual characters on a wrestling game, <laughs> you know. So without further ado, we're going to get into this edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast featuring Ripkin and Goobs, the Wrestle Nerds. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I didn't expect that right at the beaver's hobby. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell us this story, man. Uh, I dated this chick. I'm not saying her name, and uh, but we'll call her, uh, we'll call her, uh, what the fuck? Where's that guy? Got, was, I need a clue. What's the letter D? Letter D. We'll call her Diane. Uh, she was rich. But she was, uh, she wasn't stuck up or nothing. In fact, she was way too modest for how hot she was. But she was a hippie chick, and I swear to God, uh, sexy as fuck. But she was spiritual. Like, she, she ain't materialistic at all or stuck up. I love it. I still love this woman to this day. I would have married her, but I don't think I got enough money for her or something. But, uh, you know, it's just how it is. I ain't, I ain't soft. But, uh, uh, she lived on a real big piece of property in horse country in Kentucky and, uh, you know, rich, rich daddy and all this. And, uh, but it was, it was down the street from a minimum security prison. And, you know, it's kind of outside of a, uh, area, you know, like a city or some, you know, township. But, uh, you know, rich people are there and there's a big, it, it, it's a minimum security prison. It's just, you know, little drug offenders and theft. It's not no violent people or nothing. So anyway, it's not dangerous for real. So there's, and then on the other side of the prison from where she lived, there was a park. And it was, it's a real nice park. And, uh, bamboo forest and, uh, horses running around. Like you could feed horses grass and shit just walking around the park. Kentucky's beautiful, bruh. I mean, just beautiful. But, uh, and it just happened to be a little minimum security prison over there. Well, anyways, instead of walking, She's a hippie, bro. Like, she's got a car, but she walks everywhere. It's like, she'll walk five, ten miles instead of driving a car. It's just, it's whatever. I mean, I love her to death. She helped me a lot spiritually. Uh, but what, she, she didn't want to walk around the street to the park. So it was quicker to cut through the prison property. So she'd always cut through the prison property. And I kept telling her, like, are you fucking stupid? Like, like, you're, you're kind of like, literally like, break into the yard of the, I know it's minimum security, but like, are you stupid? And it, you know, nothing ever happened. And, uh, one rip, bruh, like I was supposed to meet her over at the park. We were going to hang out and all this. And she, she never drives. Don't want me to come pick her up. Just meet me at the park. She'll walk her three, four miles over, cut through the prison property. Finally, some dumb fuck seen her on the goddamn monitor and thought it was she was an escaped prisoner and bro they were all run out there and tased this bitch. <laughs> I warned this bitch, bro. <laughs> they tased her and took a You need me to record anything on this end? If you want, I'm recording both. Okay. Okay. I'll try and record just us. Yes, so you can have awkward conversations by yourself. Exactly. <laughs> that would be a new podcast. Does not have both parts of the interview. We're not interviewing the conversation. I've had that happen before. <laughs> I was on somebody else's show and we had like a great conversation. It was like over two hours of bomb content and they only got their half of the audio. <laughs> We've done that as well. 
Yeah, I, I've, I have not recorded before. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had somebody computer crash like an hour and a half in, and then we had to start <laughs> all the way over. Oh, oh no. Geez. We've had that happen recently with WNW. Yeah. Like, what happened? <laughs> we did all the commentary, and then it wasn't there. Yeah, almost <laughs> an hour's worth of commentary, and it just disappeared. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, damn, when it comes to the commentary for your WNW stuff, I mean, is that, like, scripted per se, or is it just on the no, phone? No, no, not at all. <laughs> we just turn it on and just go. Yeah. Some of the promos we give a oh, general yeah. idea to, yeah. Yes, I I, I understand the promo part. <laughs> yeah, but no yes. one. Well, we know like when big things are going to happen, right? So we can just okay. We have to make sure to mention this, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Other than that, it's all on the spot. Johnny on the spot. Yep. Who is this Johnny? Johnny wishes Johnny Five. <laughs> is is he alive? Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> yes, that was a good movie, I love by the that way. Movie. <laughs> All right, let's uh, time travel a little bit. How did this combination of Ripken and Goobs come to be? Uh, that was well, he was the guy at work who had the cool T-shirts. Like I had cool T-shirts. Yeah, that was that was pretty much it. <laughs> that was back in two thousand five. No uh, eight. Eight or nine, Eight, yeah. Well, we, you don't even know our anniversary, damn it! God damn, that was like that was like a big time disparity there. It was yeah, like two thousand five, two thousand nine. Like, <laughs> I just knew it was five or eight, like, like Jumanji. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we met at uh, work, a place where Goobs still works and I yep. uh, used to work, and yeah, it was it was pretty much uh, the cool T-shirt story, you know. Dude, we related through there. Yeah, just, comic book T-shirts. Yeah, that's what brought us together. And then he had a little inkling that he liked wrestling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at one point in my life, I watched it. And from there, it was pretty much game over. <laughs> he started coming over for pay-per-views, and then, well, we just hung out anyways. But then got him right back into that wrestling bug. Yeah, it's true. Well, so you didn't always like watched wrestling or whatever it was just like an occasional thing yeah no for the most part he kind of had to get me slowly back into it yeah because i hadn't watched it in ages i pretty much given well, playing up the it. video games helped too yeah you always playing the game so yeah. i always had the latest wrestling game so we played that a lot yeah so on on the side note favorite wrestling game of all time uh i'm gonna have to say no mercy or the wrestlemania 2000 yeah, I got it. I got any of the N sixty four ones. Uh, I do the like we play the two K now, and no one will ever really truly know the frustrations that I think that we go through to try and make some of these matches. Well, even re- favorite even remotely. Game. Yeah, I know, but I'm just oh, saying. Okay. I'm just saying how frustrated it is. You know, as good as two K eighteen, seventeen, sixteen, whatever have all been. Man, you don't know frustrating until you actually try and script a match with one of these games. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just like sitting there watching it. It's just like some of the stuff that you're able to, you know, create for the story and everything. It's just like, all right, how many takes of this did they have to do? <laughs> I, I, won't exactly. answer, I won't answer that. <laughs> there, are, there are literally like 30 second segments, sometimes not even 30 seconds, sometimes five to 10 second segments that I guarantee you I sat there for one to two hours trying to get right. 
and uh yeah <laughs> um before we even get to the WNW, I mean, we kind of established the bond, the friendship that is Ripken and Goobs and everything. Um, what kind of made y'all gravitate toward doing the WNW or the Wrestle Nerd stuff or even <laughs> podcasting in general? Well, we we've been doing WNW technically ever since we met. <laughs> like we yeah, make our own characters. Like yeah. we always have like a pretty decent sized roster. We just go make a couple guys and. We'd have our own storylines and battle it out. We just never shared it with anyone. It was for us. It was yeah. our precious thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then when I think it was yeah, around when 2K16 came out, it had already been out for a few months at that point. We had a big enough roster that we we said to ourselves, we should we, you know we should just record this. We should yeah. show people this because we started podcasting before that, and we're just like we've always talked about doing stuff like doing little skits and shit like that. Just like we're both drama nerds, right? <laughs> at the <laughs> beginning or the starter things so we're we pretty much just decided just go buy a microphone sit down in front of it and see what the fuck happens yeah damn it was magic yeah, yeah. you were there in the beginning yes <laughs> i was it was also magical it was just like i felt um the fairy dust twinkle down around the top of my oh, head fairy my dust ears. all over the place man <laughs> all over my face neck and chest <laughs> <laughs> That's the best place. That's how, to yeah, that's how the magic meet. happens, right there. Mm-hmm. The dusting couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gold. If dust. only Hollywood used fairy dust, and we a different place. Oh yeah. And then we would be on um, Twitter with our um, profile pic saying such and such has been accused of sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> so two fairies, goddamn it! And that's hey, just a, just a side note. How about that? Uh, how about that Jey Uso there? Oh yeah, I, I just um, broke the news to my wife, and she was like, "No!" <laughs> oh, she's a big Uso fan. Which yeah. is, he's the, is he the one that's married to Naomi, or is it the other one? I think he's the one. Oh, is he? Oh boy, that might affect their mixed match tag team challenge chances. <laughs> yeah, it is. I was thinking about that today too. Not they didn't really say if it was alcohol or weed, though. Not to mention the whole title reign he's currently having might be in jeopardy. My whole thing was like when I first saw that, I was like, well, it was a good thing they own the Uso Penitentiary. I mean, he shouldn't <laughs> have It'll any be charges. processed. Yeah, he has a nice cell there. <laughs> and they're having like one of the best runs of their career, too. It's just such a shame. That usually happens to the teams. Like, they really start picking up steam, and then Samoa Joe breaks Tyson Kidd's neck. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or now. Just, see, just seems so out of nowhere. Doesn't seem like a very Uso thing to do. And like, you know, there's somebody that's destined for grace, uh, grace, <laughs> greatness, because we got um, the revival. They came up. One broke yep. his that damn elbow or some crazy shit. Yep. He came back. Then the other one broke his goddamn jaw. <laughs> yeah. And they just came back last night. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yes. As well as the triumphant return of the curb stop. Oh, oh the curb stop came back. Curb stop is back. Yes. Yeah. I seen that last night and I, I like. No shit. I like. I stood up and I was like, "Oh, yeah." No, yeah, that's, that's surprising. I like how he kind of sold it too. <laughs> yeah, I wanted he to was go. super excited when he did it. I wanted to text my wife and tell her what happened, but I don't think she would have understood what the hell I was talking about. So, <laughs> the what now? Are you watching American History X? <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. 
Yeah. I, I mean, what do you think prompted that, though? I mean, what? what yeah. Um, good question. Uh, what made them say, sure. all right, you can do this now. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe they argued that, that has it ever like really injured someone in the past? Because I don't think it has. I think they banned it solely on the fact that it was a headshot. And it was, yeah. It looked devastating as hell. That's yeah, what they're having a whole bunch of concussion uh, issues and everything like that. Maybe now they've realized, well, fuck it. We've had a whole bunch of concussion issues without this goddamn move. <laughs> we might as well fucking bring it back. Exactly. And I think around yeah. the time or whatever, they was going through that lawsuit or whatever. Yeah. But With all the all the past wrestlers trying to sue them for concussion problems. It's true. It's probably not a good look to have a move like that during, during something like that going on. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> But yeah. but yeah, no, I didn't. Well, it's good that it's back. It's a cool ass looking move, and it's yeah, pretty sure. easy to sell, and you can do it on anyone. That's my favorite type of moves. The ones you can hit on, like big or small, it doesn't matter. You just get them, get them, get them, get them. And Randy Orton proved it. If it, if reversed properly, it can look amazing. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I have no doubt in my mind that Seth Rollins was the one that came up with that. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! For sure. Like the, the, little, <laughs> the powwow, like before the match, like what they're gonna try to do and everything. And Seth was probably like, "I'm gonna try to jump off your back, and you are killed me." <laughs> How high do you think you can fling me up with your neck? I can parkour, <laughs> flying up in the air. The answer turned out to be quite high, quite high indeed. Yeah, and, and that was like, I think the best RKO of his career. <laughs> Yes, definitely. Oh, man, like, we were watching that here at the house, and we fucking went nuts when yeah. that happened. Yeah. That was like, nuts, everyone dude. here, I normally have a couple people over for WrestleMania, as people should, because it's, like, our Super Bowl. <laughs> everyone just going fucking nuts. This is the best when you watch, like, a spot like that with a whole bunch of friends, and just everyone's amped right up. And when I was there live watching it. Damn you, going to a whole bunch of shows. <laughs> yeah, man, that was my first WrestleMania, too. Wow. So I got to see the crazy ass RKO and then the cash in later on. And then <laughs> Oh yeah, that's yeah, exciting. That's right. And that's then right. When, that is a bonus. And then when Brock, I just love him whipping that belt around. Woo! <laughs> and then when Brock Lesnar's uh pyro went off at the top of the stadium, all the ash came down on my head. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's a put your part of history right there. Yes, I didn't wash my head ever since that. <laughs> the guy behind you just taps you on the so- shoulder. Excuse me, sir. Your skin's looking a little ashy. Can I offer you some lotion? <laughs> it's normally like that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> ashy for life, man. Yes, Ashy Larry. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. I mean, Classic character. So, like... The you say you've been doing the, the WNW thing like forever long. How how did that even first go? What was the first encounter of y'all just like playing video games and just doing like your own commentary <laughs> or whatever? It was just like, why is this dude talking about wrestling moves while I'm playing? I just want to kick his ass. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I guess it all started with um, God, which one would we have put? I don't know. It was definitely a 2K or a WWE. It would have been like, like 2K. 14, 12, 13, 14. Smackdown versus like Raw? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But uh, uh, Goobs always, for the most part, created the same character. Year, Steve Asai. Yeah, year after year. Uh, he's part of season one. That was um, my backyard wrestling game <laughs> growing up. <laughs> so there's that history. <laughs> and then I wanted to be different. Uh, so my character was always uh, Reggie Dynamo. And... Uh, 
yeah, that's that's where it started there for creation wise, and they were always our go to. Yeah, they you know, they show up wrestlers. in the first season of WNW. Yeah, just to kind of close it out, and uh, yeah, we just I don't know, we never thought to record it, and uh, you could tell definitely because when we first did decide to record it, it was the most budget. Yeah, we thing used a ever. cell phone to film the TV when we first started. Yeah, we didn't know you could broadcast <laughs> PS4. We didn't know you could record right off the PS4. Man, we look like. We look oh, like the biggest news, amateurs man. in oh, the yeah. absolute world. Well, we are the biggest amateurs. Yeah. The underdog always wins, right? So our first two WNW shows, maybe even three, I don't know, it could be three, uh, are literally recorded from a cell phone. Like, they get point, better from there, at, folks. Pointed at the TV. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah no cuts, just straight match. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no no promos, no no fanciness, just straight up wrestling. When we, we I remember we did a Hell in the Cell match. And when we got the ending that we wanted to, we were so excited. Like, yeah. we literally, like, were jumping out of our seats, like, save it! Save it now! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's exciting when it goes perfectly the way you want, but yeah. if you're doing, like, a tag team match or something and you have computer involved, it's not going to go your way. No, computers ruin everything. Um, and, yeah, we learned that quickly. So now we're pretty much at the point where... We're lucky if we record uh, a minute to two minutes of a match at a time. If we can get two minutes out of a match yeah. flawlessly, that's that's amazing. We normally do like a so. match or two to <laughs> put it together and yeah, behind the scenes it's here. Definitely, it's, it definitely just started as us goofing around, playing a game, fighting back and forth for championship for belts. And then it became something so much more frustrating yet exciting <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> And now we got guys like uh, all of our podcast family there yes. on the, the show now yes. with us on WW Red, which you're a part of. Yes. Uh, and yes. I'm also wearing red because it's my favorite Perfect. color. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, the best uh, three out of five or whatever the hell. Yeah, we, we, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so far I am the was the three out of five champion. Yes. <laughs> yes, you claimed yourself the three out of five champion. Yeah, that should be a belt. <laughs> the three out of five. That could be like your hardcore title that you were talking about, Rob. Oh, I'm 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 on it. I'm gonna do it tonight. <laughs> it's available twenty four seven, but you have to pin them three times to win it. Yeah. So see, that's that's the stipulation. I mean, if you get me yep. twice, and then you can't get me that third time by the time the show over, I mean, it defaults back to me. <laughs> And you go back, you go right back to zero. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's like a four corners yeah. match. <laughs> you have like one of those clickers in your pocket when the, like people like counting at concerts and stuff like that. Just okay, I've been pinned twice. <laughs> I need to last this much longer. Screw this, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, you tried to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh. I am definitely thinking about bringing that back at some point. What, surprise, <laughs> just, motherfucker! Just as like a running gag. <laughs> oh, or he could be a Burger King surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Man, that that dude is funny. Do you have you ever seen that guy that made that video? Uh, some fries. Yeah, yeah. He's um, his name is Darius Benson or something like that. I think it's along those lines. Something like I've that. Never yeah. seen this guy. But yeah, he was the one that kind of started that whole surprise motherfucker thing. He took a clip from the TV show uh, Dexter and um, they had a black cop on there. I forget his name, but um, he caught Dexter doing something and he just popped out of nowhere and said, surprise, motherfucker. 
and it became like a meme. And then this dude was what really made it famous. He made like um when Vine was a, a thing. Oh yeah. He made oh, a yeah. whole series of vines just saying things that were similar to surprise motherfucker. So he's like some fries motherfucker, hard eyes <laughs> motherfucker, supplies <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> then he had like a small t-shirt on with a receipt is like wrong size motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, so it's funny how people can get like famous yeah. just off of something like that. You know, it's it's fucking amazing. Well, yeah, no, it's, you it's, never know what what you're gonna do is gonna go viral, and that's what makes this shit so freaking random. awesome to do. You literally say, never know. Trust me, some of the weirdest stuff I've seen is like what, like what is, yeah. And some of it is like shouldn't ever even be a thing. Like got yeah. motherfuckers eating tide, tide pods and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have some Tide pods on my counter right now. Do you want to eat some, Cal? We're ripping. <laughs> Thankfully, they have that warning now on the on the thing. They just look so delicious. No, and we are uh, like you said on your past episode that we are up here in Canada. And they do have commercials telling you like hide these from your kids. <laughs> Don't let your kids eat these. Yeah. Uh, it's, you it's see like, that commercial all the time <laughs> and it, it and it's like it's on the packaging as well <laughs> yeah and they lock that shit tight man it's like the Fort Knox of uh, laundry <laughs> detergents well yeah now I see that because they're starting to do it down here now too I think um, they got the damn like the security blockers on them and the little plastic containers for them and soon something. you're going to have to do a retinal scan to do your fucking laundry <laughs> biometrics <laughs> <laughs> Yes, place them here. <laughs> Welcome, B Rob. Enjoy the, your Tide Pods. Country have, fresh scent. Right, they're just going to start making it to where you can fucking. It's just a delivery system, and you just stick it on the damn washing machine, and it'll feed itself in there, so you don't even got to touch the motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like the mail tubes you see in movies and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Our people Here. just start using the liquid stuff. No, fuck that. That's not futuristic. I'm I'm still give me pods or give me death. I'm still living in the past. I'm still using liquid, man. Yeah, but jeez. Yep. I mean, I remember all they had was powder detergent. Oh yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, the big sunlight box. (laughs) That's the worst. That shit would get hard at the bottom. You have to get a sledgehammer out and a chisel just to get the fucking laundry soap. Hell yes, especially if it got a little moist in there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, you want no, you don't want no moisture. <laughs> it's like you slanging crack on the corner, or whatever. You got <laughs> bricks of uh, larger detergent. <laughs> Who needs math? Who got math, Who math when you got sunlight? Crystal math here, extra centi. <laughs> get some of that armor hammer, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, people slugging uh, detergent like drugs would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, that would be, be out there like uh, Tyrone Biggums. Be like, come on, baby, let me get some of them Tide Pods. So many different spice kinds. Big jug. That'll get us high for I know hours. <laughs> <laughs> and there was even a thing to where like somebody was. I heard it somewhere else. Somebody was talking about the the whole Tide Pod academic academics <laughs> epidemic, and um. They was talking about um, they interviewed uh, people at Tide or whatever, and it was like we we chose the least appealing colors, so people. <laughs> no, no, that's definitely Blue, not true. Orange and white. That is definitely <laughs> not true. The least appealing colors you'd have to go like shit brown and yeah, puke, puke yellow. Yeah, <laughs> like that's 
That's on raw sewage brown. But a lot, not a lot of kids care, man. You'll see small kids sitting there eating grass and shit just out of sheer oh, yeah, curiosity. Yeah. So I saw a thing about kids like uh, all these kids just licking shit. Like no matter where they are, just like this one kid just starts licking a window where he is and like licking shit in the store that everyone holds, like samples things. Like kids are fucking disgusting. They go around and like oh, they'll shove anything in their mouth. It's like, oh hey, look, a dirty <laughs> penny. Oh. Yeah. Parents declined to interview, and we can't figure out why. <laughs> I just seen um, a meme on there or whatever. It, it was like somebody installing um, the foam insulation into the into a wall. You know, like the yeah. pink the pink insulation. Yeah, yeah. And it's like all these idiots are eating Tide Pods and everything when they don't know they uh, walls are filled with cotton candy. <laughs> 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 that That's is brilliant. good. That is good. Yeah. No, don't eat that shit. No, <laughs> don't, that eat itchy, don't eat the wall man. Don't eat the wall cotton candy. Have you guys ever dealt with that stuff? <laughs> uh, no, shit. no. I just know it's like got like fiberglass oh, yeah, shit it, in it. So it gets all over you and you get itchy. It's, it's yeah. bad. Yeah. So, sounds like pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> or a bad night with a hooker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <It's> all over <laughs> your face it's and chest. usually a good night that equals all over your bad face morning. and chest. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the it's thing. usually the reveal in the morning what's bad yeah yeah uh, eyelashes are crusted over you can hardly <laughs> of you or the hooker <laughs> either or <laughs> oh god she didn't take my kidney did she oh thank god I just have crabs Woo! <laughs> I love that kidney if I had to pick between the two I probably I don't know <laughs> that's a hard decision there well, lose a kidney or have too. crabs you can't shampoo a kidney back in, bro. Yeah, that is true. I, I probably have to go with the with the crabs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if you catch enough of them, you could probably boil them or whatever, make some food. Yeah, have some nice ramen. Yeah. Ramen noodles with crabs. Yeah, you know how you um the little treatment thing for it or whatever. You shave half your pubes off, then you set the other half on fire, and then when they run out of the um, pubes, you just stab them with an ice pick. <laughs> Uh, that sounds effective. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I think my doctor told me that once. I heard somebody say that on a comedy bit. <laughs> it's, he's got to be careful, man. It's it's 2018. Someone's definitely going to listen to that and be like, oh, well, then, that's, <laughs> yeah. this is good to know. I'm on this immediately. Yeah, exactly. Let's let my pubes on fire. <laughs> Ice pick in hand. <laughs> Two of them, just in I, case. I can't really see them. Better just start going erratically. I know, and and that's another thing too. Is just like, whose fault is this? <laughs> is, God, I would really hope it's theirs. I mean, the person who did it to themselves. No, I'm just saying. It's like, I mean, there's going to be a, a you know the one eyeball just to do it, just because you know they got no common sense but who do we blame do we blame the individual do we blame the parents do we blame the school system that this person may or may have not been in who who's to blame for this shit for what stabbing themselves in the dick while their bushes on fire or See, that's, unfortunately <laughs> that's the problem with today is there there would be a large group of people who would argue that that person is not to blame oh no it's definitely the comedian's fault he put the idea yeah. in his head and then you have to argue with these people that he's a fucking comedian. He says shit that's dumb to be funny. Yeah, and you laugh and give him money. Yes. That's, that's the whole thing here. 
Yeah, and some of it is make-believe. <laughs> yes. Uh, believe it or not, that joke about stabbing yourself with an ice pick was not meant to be a real remedy for crabs. Yeah, he is not a doctor, nor he, will he ever be. And then you have the be. guy in the hospital there also trying to argue, but oh, he was so convincing. And people would actually believe that in this day and age. They'd be like, no, you're right, sir. You're right. You're not the wrong. You sit there with your stabbed penis and... We'll tell you oh, how. Pig sticking out of the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we'll tell you how that this man is the criminal. Oh no! It would yeah. be the girl's fault who gave him crabs in the first place. Oh, that's true too. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. No, we can't forget to ruin that life as well. <laughs> I know, but also have to drag her into the line. Twenty eighteen, the year of ruining everything. I know, but that's the thing, though. I mean, if you try to put it on her, she can just easily say that um, it was sexual misconduct. Oh, oh God, now we're opening up a whole different door here. Jesus. <laughs> she definitely could, though. Oh, for sure she could, and people would believe that as well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Man, the world we live in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then, I mean, who's to say who brought said crabs to the party? <laughs> yeah, who who's the originator? Is it God? Did God bring crabs to the party in the first place? Because he vents everything, right? Mm. Must have. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, that's yeah. I don't know. In in a perfect world, the guy who stabbed himself is definitely to blame. End of story. Everyone <laughs> looks at him, says, "You're an absolute idiot." Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, in this world, it's let's everything try, but the correct answer. Let's try and find 17 different people we can blame for this incident that this person did did themselves. Clearly, I don't know. <sighs> Terrorism. Love it. <laughs> okay, number one. Circle it on the whiteboard. <laughs> I don't have any more. I can't write on my whiteboard anymore. I, I'm, I packed all my markers. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, you're markerless. I know. What's a mark without markers? Oh, this is why we're we're doing a show just completely off the. Yeah, there's no more markers anymore. Flying by the seat of our pants. The markers are gone. I know. Because can't uh, whiteboard anything. My kids was in here recording earlier, and they, uh, I didn't want to like interrupt what they was recording. So <laughs> I was gonna. I have a, a whiteboard right in front. So I was just gonna write something on a whiteboard so they can see it. And I was like, "What the fuck are my markers?" <laughs> <laughs> You know, walking around the house looking for markers, and all I'm finding is like permanent markers. I was like, no. <laughs> I could try. <laughs> you better go to Walmart and get some new white erase my markers. <laughs> and then I got some damn uh, highlighter. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that working as well. Yeah, that's kind of erasable. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, but it, it's just like for, for a few couple of strokes on there, and it was just like. It started getting hard. Hey, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) What a highlighter. Yes. And then I had to claim sexual misconduct. Yeah. (laughs) Then you had to sue the highlighter company for turning you on because it got hard. Uh, Yeah, man. Hollywood's in a bad place right now. Yeah, I couldn't even believe that shit with, um, was it Aziz or whatever? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, man. The, the second any anyone puts your name out there, it's pretty much over for you. It yeah, seems like this, like just fucking not cut. even going to give you the chance. I don't think Kevin Spacey will ever work again. Uh, Nor he should. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Um, he's, but yeah, if you or, if you scream, Louis C. K. Grab your your thingy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, so it's. Uh, 
It's weird. Hey, but it's weird. I mean, he, he could have just how we did the circle of death. He could have circled his way out of that. He could have blamed his parents. He could have blamed society. He could have blamed the Screen Actors Guild. He could have blamed Hollywood for his actions. He tried to. Um, but what messed him up, he tried to use the scapegoat of a hot button topic. So that doesn't work in the circle of blame. Yeah. No, he, he that, just, to, that just brought him under. Yeah, made so, it worse for him. Yeah. 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 So because anytime you just like throw like I'm gay, that doesn't work <laughs> because yeah. the gay. Yeah topic as oh, itself. Oh, well then. Oh, oh, so everything's oh, clear. Clearly. Jesus. Thank goodness he's not a sh- straight sexual assaulter. That's <laughs> I'm, We're much more comfortable now. I shouldn't be laughing, but just those, that whole last uh, sentence you just said there. <laughs> yeah, no. So, Kevin Spacey's probably done, and uh, pretty much almost everyone else who's, who's been outed at this point. I know John Oliver went at Dustin Hoffman for a while there. Yeah, it's just all falling apart. Like yeah. Once the, you take out the big kingpin, then the pawns start falling, right? Yeah, is it? And it's, that's just how it is. Is if one person says something, then thirty thousand other motherfuckers about to jump out, be like, "Oh, I forgot about yeah. this guy. He did this the other night. I didn't <laughs> like the movie that he took me to see, so he sexually assaulted me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and like this stuff has been happening for years, but it's all just coming to light now. It's just like, what's taking you so long? Like, De- if you're a, lot, all- a lot of it is definitely necessary. Like, a lot of it has been this the whole Weinstein thing and all yeah, that. like, yeah. but yeah, no, all these that 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 disease thing was like, man, sh- shut up, like, yeah. get up and walk away. And did you see his um, apology or whatever? His explanation? Yes, yes. He's like, yeah, did. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In that situation, I mean, I'm not. I'm not speaking for the victim or the accused, like assaulter or whatever. But it's just yeah. like to me, looking at that, it was just like she didn't have a good time. So fuck him. <laughs> Like, well, yeah, no, pretty much. Like, because, you know, like I said, just said, if things were that uncomfortable as you were saying, then you just say, okay, well, good night. Yeah, just leave. I'm leaving now. It's really not that. Like, if there's only the two people there, right? Like, it's the uh, you versus her, or her versus you. Like, the yeah. conversation only happened between two people. There's no witnesses. So, whatever say goes, and it's normally going to go with uh, the accuser. Yeah. Everyone's going to side with that person. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it should get to the point to where most people be like, if it, they had a questionable night, they should hurry up and be the first one to accuse. So you see like a, a big name actor accusing like some nobody be like Kevin Costner accuses a bartender in Alamo, Texas of touching his wiener. Unprovoked. <laughs> because he's, she served bad shrimp. <laughs> God, it's like, uh, it's like swatting. Yeah, oh, the c- celebrity celebrity equivalent. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. Yeah, and um, when I used to, when I was in the military, still, I, um, the last couple of years I was in, um, I was teaching, and like you know, my job in the military, I was teaching to you know the new Marines that would come in, and you know, I would train them, and it's, I would take all the guys off to the side and be like, "Hey, man, be careful." where you put your hands and your penises because damn it only takes one person to say something and your career is done you know you can damn be here 
in Camp of June, North Carolina, and this other female person or whoever can be in Camp Pendleton, uh, California, and they can say you did something and you halfway across, well, not even halfway, you all the way across the motherfucking United States and your ass will get fried for it. Mm-hmm. It's a good lesson to be teaching people. Yeah, well, it's, it's, but unfortunately, it's, it's sad that you have to teach it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just like... um. What I would tell them as well is just like when I came up in the military or whatever, there was not a lot of people to warn you of the dangers of what could happen. You know, this is like come to work, be on time, do what the fuck you're supposed to and go home. And I ain't got to see you till tomorrow. That's kind of what it was. But you get people that are, you know, for the majority part, join right out of high school. Never been away from home. Never really had any responsibilities. Now you have this fresh 17, 18 year old running around with their own money. Yeah, and you're going buck wild too. Just, you know, no parent supervision and you can tell them yeah. they can do whatever the fuck they want as long as they're not breaking any laws. I mean, yeah. even that's a kind of slim thing or whatever. It's just like, alright, you can do whatever you want. Just don't break no laws. Now you got this 17 year old with um, a bank account and they're going to go to the first rim shop they see and buy $24,000 rims <laughs> on their credit card with like 38% APR. <laughs> you know, stupid shit like that. Yeah. It's like college, it's like college kids, you know. The same yeah, thing. exactly. They get, their, they get their whatever college loan, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Oh, sap, and they just they go nuts, man. I know. So, yeah, I know so many people who. I'm paid, a prime example of that. <laughs> paid, paid for vacations and stuff off OSAP loans, and oh, I didn't go that far. <laughs> you know, when you say you didn't go that far, you didn't go on a vacation. You just like bought a couple clothes, and <laughs> <laughs> well, I went on a weekend getaway with the person who's now my wife. Aha! Uh-huh, so you didn't go that far. You didn't go. To <laughs> that. I didn't go like on a week getaway to Mexico or nothing. Which, Might as well have. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just like you have to tell them. No, I felt obligated to tell them, you know, small tidbits about, about yeah. that. Because, like, yeah. well, you're the veteran, right? You got to teach the life lessons to plus, the, plus the I, young bucks. I, I, I'm, I'm sure you probably saw plenty of examples of it actually happening, going down, like to to know. So, oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. It's yeah, I guess it's, it's something that's definitely worth knowing. Of course, I'm sure a lot of them still probably didn't listen. No, no, when you're young, dumb, and full of cum, you never <laughs> listen to. Everyone gives you the best advice, and you throw it all out the fucking window. And like, nope, I'm gonna do me. <laughs> and doing you is not always the best thing to do. <laughs> you know, and usually in those instances, I would tell them about things that actually happened to me instead of just pulling shit out of you know. For example, yeah. So I just like, hey man, and whenever I start the story, I'll be like, I'm not saying this is going to happen to you, but I want <laughs> you to be aware of what could happen, you know. And then I'll be like, hey, this happened to me. So nine times out of ten, it could happen to you. So mm. now that you know, you know what to look for and what not to do. There you go. Now, if you fuck up after you, after I tell you this, then that's on you. I did my part. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, no, you really did. Because yeah. they got a whole bunch of 16, well, not 16, 17, 18 year olds are coming there and be like, as um, soon as I get out of here, I'm going to get married. I was like, why? 
then, you know, even not to, saying that's bad because I can only speak from personal experience because I was that same guy. I did that right out of high school. And like now hindsight, I'm like my second marriage. And I'm like, why do you want to do this? And I, and I tell them why. <laughs> <laughs> It costs you a lot of money. That's why. <laughs> In some circles, yes. Yes. Sometimes you get lucky. Knocking on wood. <laughs> Keep your hand off of that. Come on. Oh, sorry. I don't have the video chat up, so we're good. <laughs> I'm just Keep my your hand on it then. <laughs> yeah, but man, it's just, I don't know. And then even with my own kids, I'm like, hey, man this 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 and this and they're not hearing that shit and then a yeah. couple, couple days later oh, this this and this I was like I told you <laughs> I told you motherfucker <laughs> yeah that's pretty much how I say it sometimes <laughs> it, to the older two at least not the baby <laughs> yeah the older two can take it <laughs> yeah they, they're used to it they have plenty of experience <laughs> Yeah, it's just like I'd be out with uh, other people and be like, oh, I'm sorry for cussing in front of your kid or whatever. I was like, they probably heard and say worse than you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So now you also in, in part with your whole, I guess you got your own little network here or whatever. You don't you have the WNW thing going on. Also, yes, we do. You have. I know what you're leading to, and yes, that's my favorite thing. Oh, the derailers, huh? The derailers are just a lot of fun. It's yeah. uh, me, Ripkin, and my wife Jenny Bean. Mm-hmm. We get a little random ourselves on our show. Uh-huh, I can tell. <laughs> we get very much random on our show. Same thing. Like we just sit down, put a mic on, hit a button, see what happens. It's usually magic half the time. At least thirty five percent, I say. <laughs> I mean, uh, what led to that? Well, we we were doing the wrestling thing, and then we're like, ah, we're not really. It's hard for people to go back. Like wrestling, you have to be very on topic. Like has to be out the same day or like hours after it happened, or else like no one's gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much, we we realized that after a year or so doing it, <laughs> we're slow learners, right? <laughs> But uh, it's just it was so much to keep on top of, and we tried so many different things. It's like, and then we were on, um, I think it was best darn diddly. best darn diddly with my Mr. Rose's off and the Wiz Kid. Check them out; it's a great show, all about the Simpsons. Plugs but works. we were on there as the Rascal Nerds, and we fucked the shit out of the show. <laughs> we we were the first people to split their show into two episodes. These do two episodes of show. And we derailed them so much off topic, just like having such a good time talking and shooting the shit that they had. Now that they do a show an episode pretty much. Yeah. So we, we completely scarred their show for life. And it was Homer at bat though. We, we got a really yeah, good episode. Homer at bat, like, so, uh, you could really go on about that Simpsons episode. Yeah. Have you seen that one, Rob? That's the one when they, um, Mr. Burns bought the baseball team or some shit. Yes, right? yeah. exactly. Yeah. Recruits all the MLB stars. Freaking hilarious episode. Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen head. And then we always wanted to have uh, our wife, Calvin's good friend, uh, our wife, <laughs> pretty much our wife. Uh, people consider us a weird, like, threesome in some ways. 
but that will never happen. <laughs> I still yeah. sleep at my own house. Just yeah, to, yeah, yeah. No, he has his own place. <laughs> okay, or right. does Glad he? You cleared that up. <laughs> now I'm gonna see a profile. We, we always wanted to do something with her as well, and she was uh, used to be shy. And then she gets into she'd be on the show a couple times with us on the Rassle Nerds, and then. We're like, well, why would the fuck we just do our own show or we just derail ourselves all the time? And that's exactly what happened. Yes. All right. Now, um, from. I think I pitched it good enough there. Yeah, there you go. It's like home run. Good pitch. <laughs> um, <but> Don't. <laughs> now, from um, what I've experienced of you guys from the Wrestle Nerds to the WNW stuff and now the. Um, taking on of the derailers i've seen a lot of um uh a progression there or whatever i mean i can remember listening to you guys on um doing the wrestle nerd stuff and it was just like and just being totally bored by it's it. so cringy yeah. it's so <laughs> bad when you go back and like looking at the first episode it's like what the fuck were we doing man like we're so i I was the most uncomfortable like yeah i was the one like looking back at your first oh man it was great i was like sitting there shaking the whole fucking episode like i don't like this and uh i don't know how it's gonna go and i don't know man like i always question even after we do was that a good show like man was that good or what's going on i love looking back at that first episode because it's literally i think one of the only ones that doesn't start there with hey there everybody this is goose. Oh, it's just me sitting there awkwardly for a half hour or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good times. It's yeah, good times. But, but thank you. Yeah, no, we, we feel like we've really progressed as well. We feel like we've gotten a lot better. Way more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Jeez. Because I can I remember um, it, t- it took me a while to start listening to the derailers or whatever. But when, the first episode I listened to, I was just like, who the fuck is this? This is not real. <laughs> it's just like yeah. it was a whole different gear, man. It was just like yes, it was all. It, it was just bam, bam. Topics right at one line of zingas right at. <laughs> it was just like ongoing without a beat, man. Yeah, it's like a train going 100 miles per hour, and you can't stop. And uh, we're we're really hoping to uh, up the game since uh, since the new year. So since the new year started, we're trying to add. Uh, just sort of more more segments spontaneous and- segments uh like 20 minutes into every show we'll do something different uh for for one show it was a sing-along making up our own song on the spot improving a whole song uh and then the next show it was after a psa that, about horse racing yes it was <laughs> <laughs> and then the next show after that it was uh, uh taking a really random news headline and uh, just kind of not reading the story to the headline, but making up the story ourselves. It was dolphins died on heroin at rave at zoo. Yeah, it was a dolphin OD at a at a zoo rave. Tragic. <laughs> so we really wanted to put our own twist on that. Yeah, that's uh, and interesting. And then beyond that, we want to start. Uh, we talk a lot about our uh, a horse named Naysay. Yeah, he's a 1950s a radio star. <laughs> yeah, well, no, he's like that's that's what we want to do though. We yeah. Wanna, we want to do sort of like an Orson Welles War of the Worlds take, but talking about our horse who's it's like the six million dollar horse, pretty much. Yeah, he's the sniper <laughs> rifle for yeah, an eyeball. Exactly. So like so, the bionic uh, Mr. Ed. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Except he's called Naysay. <laughs> I say nay. <laughs> yes. And his pig partner Jambon. And that's just <laughs> 
and that's just like a conversation that just happened organically on the show and then like we just yeah. take those ideas yeah and just yeah literally it. yeah that was naysay was just one of the things that we ended up derailing to and i'd like to ask your opinion on uh something here rob we have a bit of a conversation that went uh got pretty heated here on the show oh and uh, i have to ask you something for the love of god this what's your side okay say you're in amsterdam right jesus Picture yourself in Amsterdam right now. You're in a nice cafe. Even if you do or don't take in the kind herb, you're there, okay? Mm-hmm. And you see a man in the corner that resembles Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Like, he's sitting there. He's in his vacation attire, like, wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Like, But you know it's fucking Santa Claus. You're 100% sure that it's Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you go and sit on his lap or are you just like, no, I'm not sitting on Santa Claus's lap? Hmm. I want to establish first off. Okay. We, no, you, you can say never, say that we never once said that. No, like, no, he should. You don't know for sure. It's Santa Claus, Rob. That's <laughs> that's the thing. No, it's Santa Claus. Because obviously, if I was one hundred percent goddamn certain that I was looking at Santa Claus, my mind might be changed on the whole subject. But I asked you that on the show, and you said it doesn't matter. That's true. It's I still probably wouldn't, to be honest with you. It's creepy. <laughs> All right. So. I have two things for you. I have one, okay, go. I have one that will be the hypothetical, and then the other is what would actually happen. Okay. All right. I don't know what I want to hear first. I, I hit you with the hypothetical. Just go ahead. You choose. I hit you with the hypothetical first. Okay. If, if, if this was said Santa Claus or whatever, I wouldn't go up to him at all. I would uh, stay back in the shadows, and I would watch him as he went about his day. And I would get down his routine and his patterns and see, you know, if he really double the military pardon Rob coming out. If Rob's going to inside man Santa Claus. Yeah. If he really going to come up on some inside elves Santa. or something, if he going to meet up with Miss Santa Claus, if he going to jump up in the sleigh and just kind of like dash over to Paris or something, you know, I'm trying to see his movements. I'm trying to attract Santa Claus and see what he's doing on his off time or whatever. It's a good, it's a good plan. But That's a good plan. In actuality, I'd be like, "That's motherfucking Santa Claus," and I'd probably try to take a picture with my camera phone from far away, and then that'd be the end of it. Ah. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> she made me feel like such a weirdo. I would totally sit on his lap, no problem. Hey man, you just gonna sit on his lap and see what the first thing that pops up. <laughs> Hopefully it's Rudolph. It won't be. That's what he calls his wiener. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It will be. <laughs> Bright red nose, man. On some of my candy cane. <laughs> and that's just one of the many conversations that we ended up having on the show, which probably started with something like corn corn cobs or something no it started off about where does santa vacation is it (laughs) was it our winter episode uh no it wasn't our winter episode it was just a random episode they're all random episodes Mm -hmm. yes they are (laughs) i can remember we learned from the best here we got yeah yeah no i know mr random the godfather (laughs) the godfather (laughs) i can remember the um the whole train no i can remember one of the conversations that um I tuned in on for the der- the derailers that uh, tickled me pretty well. It was um, when you had to fight with the ostrich. Oh, <laughs> Ollie. <laughs> that motherfucker, man. That was good. I loved him so much. That was good. End of his life. Yeah. 
that literally just started by saying ostriches are ugly and then that turned into a whole that like ended the show right there. Yeah, it, it did. Like the I last, just went off on a tangent about it. Like the last ten minutes of that show. <laughs> it's just completely one hundred percent true and not fabricated story. Yeah, no, it's true as fuck. Goob's friend Ollie was an ostrich who betrayed no. him. No went to the hospital for a long time and came out buff as fuck and started working on an Amish farm teaching kids and fought an ostrich in a burning barn during a thunderstorm. You're not epic. You're not very creative with your names. You had you had Ollie the ostrich in our last episode. It was Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> Bucky was a person. <laughs> what it kind of reminded me of was like the um, the chicken fights on family. Uh, um, yeah, Family Guy. Oh yeah, I can totally see that. <laughs> And honored by that. <laughs> I'm like Miles. Like, I don't mind Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. You just, it's not the um, best darn uh, Peter Griffin podcast. <laughs> it would just be called Ah, Ah Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Random Flashbacks Podcast. Oh, yeah. Insert <laughs> awesome. 80s Podcast. <laughs> That's all what that show is. I haven't. I can't even tell you the last time I watched Family Guy. I yeah, same here. No, I haven't watched it in a bit myself, unfortunately. But uh, I can also say the same about The Simpsons. So I, it's it's been a while since I've watched either of them. You just watched an episode while you reviewed on the best darn diddly. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen a that new one episode. Before. Yeah, okay. no, I haven't watched any new episodes. I couldn't tell you the last season of The Simpsons I watched. Yeah, they like one of the. Um Longest running shows next to Raw and SmackDown. Oh, oh is it, uh, has Raw and SmackDown been on longer than The Simpsons? Yeah, Raw and SmackDown well, is the probably num- SmackDown one, number one Raw. and number two. Huh. Simpsons has been for like 30 years now. I don't know. 30. I think it's, um, Raw and SmackDown is number one because they had that odd criteria. The longest yes. running weekly episodic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you don't take breaks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, they really don't. There's no season finale or anything like that. Yeah, I guess, that, I guess, awesome I guess they would have. Yeah. But yeah, no, Simpsons been going for like 30 years, 30 plus years, but I think they're coming to the end soon. I think that's what he said. He wants to focus on different things. Uh, it will never end. Someone else will <laughs> yeah, someone else. 3D Simpsons. At this point, there's 8,000 people out in the world who can draw all those characters and revoice them. Yeah. But just I hope not. Redrawing <laughs> them in um, like different ethnicities or whatever (laughs) (laughs) pretty much pretty much like i'm waiting for that really creepy live action simpsons movie (laughs) i'm gonna be homer all right everyone jump i'll be barney everyone jump into the yellow paint (laughs) yeah i mean they they kind of touched on that when they had um it was one of their halloween specials where homer yeah when he went all 3d yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was good he saw the donuts and he was all excited about them that was a good one Miles is going to get pissed that we're talking about the Simpsons as he's not here meet me in the ring Miles (laughs) oh that could happen (laughs) you're talking to the right people right now I know that's why I said it that's right oh a random Simpsons battle yeah we can have the best darn random diddly match (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure we'll have it at some point. Don't sh- don't you worry. Hint, We're hint. all gonna fight one another. Hint hint wink wink. Yes. <laughs> um, 
as far as the scripting of the show goes, I mean, how do y'all come up with that? Is that on the fly as well, or is it just a commentary that's unscripted? Oh, for WW? Yeah. Uh, Pro- promos are scripted uh, for, for certain wrestlers. Commentary. No, it's like how we, like, uh, everything, like the booking of Oh, the booking. Much. Uh, yes, it's, it's all, it's all scripted. Um, it's, it's very hard actually. It's not easy, especially when you incorporate people that you know into it. You don't want to make anyone look bad. That's for yes. Sure. Um, you don't want to hurt any feelings. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, we book, we book pretty much in advance. So for example, at this point, I, I think we've booked up to the second I pay per view, which is in the fields in the steels. Yes. Coming in February, our own take on chamber matches, hell in the cells, and steel cages. And a ladder so. match. I'm facing you, Rob. You better watch out. If you touch my gig championship, you're going to hell. It's not the gig anymore, bro. I'm still calling the gig. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because like whenever I eventually win a belt, because I know that I'm going to be champion one day, or it, even if I I'd... fabricate my own and bring it with me, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I definitely want to give everyone the belt, uh, or at least a belt. Maybe not that belt, but <laughs> yeah, belt on their pants. <laughs> so, you know, maybe a nice leather leather belt yeah. as a Christmas gift. Give one of them Ryback um, wrestling belts. Oh yes, the leather <laughs> the joint, the pre showstopper. <laughs> pre showstopper. Yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ, was he at? <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, we do. We we try and do the the booking well in advance, and uh, we try and play as many matches as we can in advance, just so they're recorded. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a fun thing to do, but it's actually it gets it gets pretty difficult down the line, especially when you're, you're like us and you just want to keep incorporating more people into the roster. Yes, uh, we've actually got another podcast yes, we uh, have. scheduled to join very shortly. I won't say any more than that. No, it's a, it's a big secret. Yeah, here. so um, there, there will be a couple new additions to the WNW Red roster and eventually we will just take Red and Black and put them all together as yeah. one just massive We're going to call it WNW Bread. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that. I like that. Or <laughs> Rack. <laughs> rack Bread. <laughs> I was thinking like the Wonder Bread, like the bun, just some WNW Bread. <laughs> I can see the logo now. I like it. Toby, get on it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Because none of us will do it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no. Shout outs to Toby Von Doom of the Secret Transmission Podcast. He pretty much does all our uh, posters and um, pretty much anything else that's visual. Yeah, he helps us with the logos, logos and everything like that. Like and that, he's so. the leader championship. Yes, man, yeah, right now. He's so the current lead, yeah. the leader champion. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still kind of upset that he denied me my my, my best of uh, five. He gave you a stir. He knows, no, he knows how that works. <laughs> he knows so he knows what goes down there. Yeah, I mean, but instead of him being the leader championship, I'm going to be the leader of this ass whipping he's going to get. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. words. That's right. You damn right. It's a shoot promo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got big plans for the feels and the steals as well. And uh, so, uh, I, I mean, I don't, if you want an example, so your, your match would be a four-way ladder match for something like that in order for it to be recorded in the way that we want it to go down we'd have to somehow turn this four way into uh two one-on-ones if you get what i mean within the one match therefore 
two people would have to separate from the other two people, it would make it a lot easier to record that yes. way. Because uh, then you could just sort of crop the other two out. They get hurt on the outside yes, or whatever. Yes, exactly. Or they take them down the ramp to the backstage area. That way you don't have to incorporate any computers into your match because, like Goob said earlier, computers literally are the absolute worst. They will fuck your shit up, and it's like they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Uh, so and it's also you can give a computer a finisher, like let him get his finisher and be like, okay, use it. Use it, and he he's not going to use it. He'll fucking go above and beyond. No, he's trying to, to, to throw you outside. Yeah, the ring. <laughs> he'll just yeah. There, I don't know what the AI is in those games, but it's terrible. So that's just a small example of like the real life that we go through. Uh, it would start as a four way, and then somehow we would have to separate two guys from the match in order to more easily record that match. So that's a little spoiler for your match at the next time pay-per-view, <laughs> but that's how it's going to go down pretty much. <laughs> no, I think it would, um, 2k 18 kind of make it a little easier for like some of your cuts and transitions because, um, yes, they do. Oh yeah. Yes. Now they got the thing to where if you knock a guy out in like one of those specialty matches or whatever, they'll roll out the ring on the own. Yes. I do like that. Yeah. I, I do know, like that we very were much. very happy when we first played a yeah. match on it. We were like, yes. <laughs> they also have uh, a great addition of create a cut scene. Uh, so I, you know, you could literally go in, pick uh, from a number of different cutscenes. It's whether it's like before the match with handshakes or mm. attacking before the yeah, match or, or after the match, like running in. with a chair shot. Yeah. Uh, and then you can literally just choose who you want in that cutscene and where you want it to take place. I thought that was the greatest addition I had seen yet. Um, if if they didn't have stuff like this, to be honest with you, we'd probably still be working with 2K16. Yeah, we had such great we roster. Were, we were comfortable with that. We Our roster on this one is building up to be pretty awesome. It's, well. it's quite epic, yes. We're, we've got a lot of people who've come back already, and plus just a ton of new faces. But the, the most exciting part is definitely our friends. Our yes. friends being involved in it for once. Yeah. It's nice to have like a whole bunch of promos that you aren't doing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that was another thing, man. Y'all, like... It's just like, yeah, changing the pitch and the gain and all kind of stuff or whatever. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like uh, Ripken's voice of a couple of the girls. And <laughs> I, I voiced a, a lot of the dudes and it's it's become, I have even voiced a girl too. Yes. Changing pitch is literally my saving grace for a lot of that stuff. Jenny Bean does a lot of the promos as well, but I just, I didn't, there's a lot of women in that roster. It's a lot to put on one person to, <laughs> so there's Goob. only so many pitches you can change to. Go- Goobs and I thought, well, we might as well at least take a bullet and focus at least some of these women, some of the more mannish sounding yeah. ones, I, I mean, guess. Yeah, yeah I got uh, enough women yeah. on your roster to do uh, WNW Pink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, the first time. <laughs> the first pay per view should be deep in the pink. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that is good. Yeah. yeah. We w- we do plan on doing uh, you know same with WWE uh, the Rumble women's Rumble men's Rumble yeah the whole deal we do love to try and do our Rumbles again that's a very complicated task but as it well. won't be during the Rumble season it'll be like yeah we'll, no, we'll, we'll surprise yeah. everyone like it's WrestleMania season well here's our Rumble motherfuckers Basi- basically we'll get to the point where we'll tell ourselves okay well we need a new number one contender for a certain title. How do you want to pick it? <laughs> and, a oh, tournament. Yeah, that'll be it. We'll be like, no, we've done literally eight tournaments to this point, so <laughs> maybe we should try something else. Yeah, we are. We're trying to. We're trying to be original when it comes to our booking, but it's not easy when pretty much everything has been done. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah. So, 
we do take a lot of our inspiration from things that have already happened in WWE. This is real life, damn it. Yeah. So, but it's fun. It's fun nonetheless, you know? All right. What what I tend to do um, when I have uh, fellow podcasters or content creators on my show is um, what do you feel or where would you want to be here with your um, your shows and um, W&W here in the next two years? Hmm. Um, I would love to see. More views. Uh, you know, that, uh, well, yeah, but like, honestly, that's to be fair, that's never really bothered me. You can, no, we, you, we don't really care. You about can that look stuff. at the views at WNW and we've done four and a half hour shows that have 12 views. Yeah. And that doesn't bother me at all. I'm no, still we appreciate make, every I'm, one of those 12 I'm people. I'm still willing it. to make another four and a half hour show to get 12 more views, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, sorry, Jenny disappeared. A wild Jenny disappeared <laughs> in the room. We're like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, great! Oh, great! It's snowing. It's here. snowing outside in Canada. Surprise! Surprise. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, okay. Happy spring. It's snowing, motherfuckers. Yeah, uh, two two years from now, I would. Uh, you know what? I'd be happy if WNW yeah, we was still in the same place. I think it's the derailers. I would like to see yeah. in, in a bit of a better place. I constantly go on to iTunes in hopes that I will see a star rating for my show, and it's never there. Our well, because it's not. I didn't mean to call it my. You show. have to go to, but I, I know other like, countries yeah. to see what your star. So. In Canada, they won't show you. We don't. We don't any have enough country reviews in Canada, Canada, unfortunately, which is it's just kind of disappointing to me. It's like, god damn it! In my own country, I don't have enough. So, if you live in Canada, please rate our <laughs> show of five stars or less, whatever you feel like. We don't really care. And yeah, we average. <laughs> we do. We average roughly about like you know twenty five to thirty listens per episode. Which again, I'm I'm very content with actually yeah. because I don't I don't know twenty five to thirty people. <laughs> so that means at least some people are listening. Um, but yeah, no, I'd like to see those numbers at least go up. If I'm going to be honest, I'd like to see the derailers numbers go up. I'm happy just doing WNW exactly how it is just as a hobby. I love just doing the commentary and just getting extremely frustrated with the game beyond. Yeah. When we like got into it, like when we got like Jenny on board, with the derailers, and everything, we all just pretty much just want to have a good time. We just sit around. These are conversations we just normally have with ourselves anyways. So it was like, might as well share them with the world and see what the fuck happens. Yeah. It's like throwing a penny in the wishing well. Pennies existed up here, so, and they don't anymore. WNW will still be there in two years. It'll probably be 2K20, whatever's out at the 2020, time. 2020, man. Vision, yeah. Vision's 2020. <laughs> so hopefully they'll figure out the game by then, and it'll be a lot smoother. But I'm completely content with 12 people still watching it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, let's get the derailers up to you know, in the hundreds of subscribers numbers and let, let me finally go to iTunes and see some Canadian star ratings. I don't care if it's one. I, I really don't. I just want to see that people have listened <laughs> and yeah. thought to themselves, I'm going to take the time to rate this. And then, then you, you, you kind of like me in that vein. Y'all want somebody in Canada to give you um, a listen or a review or something. I'm trying to get motherfuckers in Alaska, Vermont, oh, wow. Idaho, <laughs> In Iowa, that's the only four places in the United States. I ain't got nobody downloading a really. Oh shit! Really? That's not bad, man. God damn it! You know, Alaska, I can understand. Yeah. But what the hell is wrong with the people of Idaho and Iowa right now? I'm I'm extremely disappointed in all of you. You have no excuses. 
I think it's something to do with their liquor laws. <laughs> yeah, you got to be drunk <laughs> enough to listen to my show. <laughs> <laughs> well, get on it, folks. Come on. It's not that hard. I'm almost tempted to take a trip to either one of those four places and just download my show and leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, if for some reason we ever wind up drunk in Idaho or Iowa, we will do that for you. I I appreciate it. <laughs> More of a plausibility than you think. <laughs> Yes. You guys like Mexico? <laughs> Whenever you're drunk, you time travel. <laughs> That's true. That's a fact. Yeah. Has anyone ever asked you where you would like uh, for, for yourself to be in, in two years from now? In the White House. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. No, not like not the White House, but uh, a white, white house? house. A white house. <laughs> <laughs> you come over here. This is a pretty white house. Darn, I was. I was going to say, wait, will, you, will you be serving as vice president under President Dwayne Johnson? Oh, that'd be sick. <laughs> Hell yeah! I mean, I just the Rock and Rob connection. <laughs> oh, that just be sweet. A, I don't even want to be the vice president. I just want to be a member of his cabinet. Yeah, or yeah, just definitely. in his cabinet. He, I'd just be in there with the I'll, cream. I'll, I'll fucking pick up his goddamn laundry. That's the Rock. <laughs> The rocks cock sock. You just like pick it up and clean it for him. Yeah, fuck it. I do it. I clean that shit by hand. If you ask me, <laughs> <laughs> mouthwash that shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Um, as far as me, uh, definitely would like to be doing consistent video content. Maybe actually moving up to the interview stage of the show to like be in person with the actual people. Mm-hmm. Um, doing more Walmart interviews. Nice, and which nice. I've loved, by the way. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think that. Those, sorry, go on. I think that was the best one that I've done so far with um, freaking Miles. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That was awesome, by the way. Yeah, that was after a pay per view too. One. Yeah, we just gave our pay per view uh, a review in Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't picture being more fitting place. Have you had anyone like try to kick you out of Walmart? No. Really, eh? No, because I mean, well, I mean, I do. Like you're pretty respectful when you do the videos. Yeah, you're I mean, not I, like I do it smashing I'm, into shit and being an idiot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do it really contained. I mean, it's just the camera on me. I'm not making it wildly obvious that I'm videotaping or nothing like that. So, hmm. but hey, and then another th- problem that I'm running into right now is just like. When I have somebody that's down to go hang out in Walmart and do an interview or whatever, I need to bring a third person because somebody gonna have to hold the camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thankfully I got Goobs here. He's got long enough arms for the whole. Yeah, I can we, do the whole. We can pretty like, much do selfie mode with this guy. I can catch five people <laughs> in with my reach. <laughs> yeah, I'm man. like six, yeah. three almost. We so were, I can reach pretty far. We were actually saying uh, this, something uh, similar uh, recently, but not so much with Walmart. Uh, we want to try and do uh, Comic Cons yeah. at some point in the future as well, because we. It, it turns out it's actually quite easy to get like the media pass for a Comic Con if you're a podcast. Yeah. Um, on top of that, Jenny Bean does her own sewing and uh, yeah, she makes her own dresses yes. and like little knickknacks and things like that. So if we could get in, not only just as people who walk around and interview people, but as you know, Merch. helping Jenny Bean sell her her products, I I figure that's just like a win win. So yeah, definitely within two years down the road. Also, we'd love to try and rent ourselves a booth at any. Any Comic Con, a big Comic Con. Well, uh, even the small one was good. We went to a Hamilton. Was it Hamilton? Yeah, it was Hamilton. Was it Hamilton? Hamilton Hamilton, Comic Con. Yeah. 
Hamilton, the yeah. hammer, the hammer, the hammer. Yeah, hammer. you know, so nothing, nothing like the big downtown Toronto, you know, um, fan expo, but you know, just small. That and, would be my goal. The oh yeah, no, that, don't, don't don't get me wrong, but you know, if I'm thinking low, you know, try, attainable. That's goals. pretty much our San Diego Comic Con, like the big yeah, the fan expo is is downtown Toronto. Yeah. But yeah, no, just the even if we just get the Hamilton one and get a booth and just get to um, again, you know, I feel like a good opportunity to shout out the master debaters because go check them out. Yeah, we're gonna rip them the fuck off. Find, find them. <laughs> not even, no, not even. I don't I'm think you. Could, I don't think anyone could do what those guys do. They're their own level. Uh, they are absolutely hilarious. The questions that they ask at uh, comic cons and movie theaters and just every bathrooms, ra- yeah, ra- random men's bathrooms. Uh, Check them out on Facebook, YouTube, uh, iTunes, everywhere they are, uh, because yeah, that's that. Yeah, no, we wouldn't rip them off, but like, I just love what they do going to comic cons and stuff like that. We would probably ask more normal derailer type questions, I guess, but uh, same same sort of deal. Yeah, we'd love to get into the whole comic con thing, get our name out that way, maybe rent a booth, sell some of Jen's stuff. Yeah, and uh, I think another thing for me too is just like. I really don't care about it, but at least one time, I like to go into Walmart and somebody be like, "Hey, you that guy that do the <laughs> That would be awesome. It'd be the greeter. That would be awesome. <laughs> you guys have the greeters down there, just like we do up here, right? The old people at the front door. Well, we don't have too many old people at this Walmart. <laughs> oh, really? No, there's pretty young stock over here. Jeez, it's like wherever like we go to Walmart, there's always an old person at the front. They have their little roll of stickers there if you're bringing a return, and they point you in the direction of the carts. Yeah, but I, it, it's just like you need to come to a Canadian Walmart. <laughs> man. It might blow your mind. Oh man, that's that's the goal, man. Everywhere I go, I try to go to Walmart. Blow his mind how expensive it is compared to this one. Yeah, no, our Walmarts are fucking pricey, man. Well, they're not pricey, but like in comparison to a to a U.S. Walmart, definitely they are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've, I've seen both ends of it. So I mean, because because you're Canadian. Yeah, but you come up with that money, this double R's almost. True Who cares? Yeah, Just throw it around. Here, take my Monopoly money. <laughs> yeah, but it's like <laughs> y- your Canadian stuff is more pure. That's why it costs more. <laughs> <laughs> we got that pure maple syrup, and we got that bag milk. What? <laughs> yeah, bag milk. Bag milk, man. Milk in a bag. Milk, milk yeah. Bag. Yep. Comes like, in four liters. What? You get one point five each. I think it's around that. I think so. Yeah. You get like three bags. Yeah, you get yeah. three bags. You get three bags of milk and a big bag of milk. The last time I seen milk in a bag, I was in elementary school, and they give you that with your lunch, and you just stab the little milk bag. <laughs> yeah, no, we we get big bags and of we milk, get big ones, and you cut you cut the quarter off, and then you yeah, so you can pour it. You have yeah. to buy a milk. You have jug. to buy a milk. Yeah, you have to buy the special holder for the bags of milk. Oh, don't get me wrong; you don't have to, but it's good. You be- can get cartons up here too, but like it's mostly like if you want a lot, you have a family, you, you buy bag milk. Yeah, man. Yeah, okay. finding out that bag milk was not a thing in the states was more of a shock to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, hey. Where's where's the bag of milk, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh wait, actually that, that that reminds me. There is a question that we wanted to ask you, Rob. Um, Rob, okay. You go into a restaurant and you punch the waiter in the nuts. <laughs> How did he know the question? Damn it. <laughs> that's, that's it. No, no, no. 
You go into a restaurant. Have you done that? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't have the nerve. It's as wild and wacky and zany as I am on on air. I'm not like that in for real life. <laughs> Well, unless you're shooting a hole through a fucking wall. That's definitely a viral video for sure right there. Surprise, yeah, motherfucker. And then fucking just a shot right to the nuts. Walking out of Bob Evans like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> well, you went to an American restaurant. Well, I had to. I had to relate to him. <laughs> we don't have Bob Evans up here, Rob. That was just for you. <laughs> I don't even know what that is either. <laughs> oh, shit. God damn it. Really? No Bob Evans down in... You failed, man. Shit. Jesus Christ. I thought Bob Evans was like a fucking... Bob United Ross? States staple. Yes, no. Yes, no. And I know they don't have waiters at In and Out. Otherwise, I'd use that. But <laughs> shit, Rob, you you threw me off there. Shit, okay. Off. Either way, <laughs> be Whataburger down where he lives, right, oh, Rob? Whataburger, my god. <laughs> yes. See, man, you don't know your American food chains like I do. Shit, man. I'm, I'm, I'm almost almost okay. life. Either way, you, you go into a restaurant, one where you have to sit down. And uh, order, and um, you order yourself. I don't know a, a stay. Uh, I'm not even going to say you order whatever, but you order it with gravy. Oh yes. What comes to the table? What what, what color, color is, is the, the gravy? gravy? <laughs> uh, it just depends, though, man. Because like, but how? Say, that, say, well, say, that's what you could never figure out. Why is why is the white stuff even called gravy? Why would you? That's even, not gravy, man. That's, that's not gravy, gravy, man. We don't have the white gravy up here. Where when you say gravy in Canada, you get you get brown gravy, and that's all you get. But that's the baby gravy. What? <laughs> no, that's the gravy, bro. We buy bags that say brown gravy on it. I've seen. They're as big as the milk. I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I've seen different manner of gravy. It's just like if you get um biscuits and gravy, that's usually like a a gray white or a white yeah. or a, Daddy's likes their white gravy. Yeah, same with Bob Evans. That's why I brought it up. That's why I thought. And then um, if, you the, um, <laughs> if you get the chicken fried chicken or the chicken fried steak, that usually comes with um, a gray or a white gravy. Gray? Whoa! Oh, it's like gray. a it's like an off white. I wouldn't say now gray or whatever. <laughs> it's Manila. <laughs> <laughs> the thriller in Manila. <laughs> That's crazy. No, I remember I was I was on vacation with my parents in the states and we went to a Bob Evans. That's what again why I brought it up. I can't believe you haven't heard of Bob Evans. I feel so stupid now. <laughs> there were so many of them everywhere we went, but we usually went to like Buffalo. Maybe that's why. Maybe if it's northern, yeah, it's maybe a northern it's states thing. thing. Uh, the armpit yeah. of America. I remember I went to semi hate mail. I went to Bob Bob Evans one time and I ordered, you know, I don't know, chicken fingers. With grape and fries with gravy on the side. Oh, you got that white shit. And they came with white gravy. And I was just like, what? I remember being so freaked out. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, like oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> get away from me. It's bread. It's bad. It's spoiled. Or I probably just tossed it to the side and I was like, so they didn't bring my gravy. <laughs> Your brother starts eating it like soup. <laughs> and this coleslaw is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember my first time, like, down in Florida at Cracker Barrel, like, going down to Florida. And then um, you order iced tea. You expect the iced tea that you get up here. Like, we have sweet iced tea all the time. Yeah. No, not the case. Man, that shit was so bad. It's tea with ice. Yeah. I don't understand, like. Wasn't, like, the sweet tea, like, I know you down, I think you guys have sweet tea down down in Texas. Oh, yes. It's like, it'll make your teeth curl up. <laughs> so much damn ours sugar. is like that's it's like a happy medium between like the shit tea and the sweet tea 
<laughs> I, I, I always Arnold Palmer mind though, so. <laughs> oh, you do the half and half. Yeah. Lemonade iced tea. That that probably had to be the most delightful thing I ever seen on ESPN. It was um the actual person Arnold 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 Palmer. He walked mm-hmm. into their little break room and he made him a Arnold Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> and that commercial just tickled me to no end. <laughs> I bought a can of that stuff up here at some point. It's delicious. I always thought it was an alcoholic drink. No. It's weird. <laughs> Ice tea and lemonade, man. Happen half. Shit. That's crazy. Then, then my wife put me on um I forget what it is. It's a uh, half and half and um, tea or something like that. Oh, a double double. I guess that's I guess that's what you call it over there. That's what uh, us Canadians call uh, like two sugar, two milk, or two cream. Double double. We call that um, a combo here at uh, <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a a coffee combo, please? What do you want with it? <laughs> that's what they would ask you up here in Canada. I don't know. I'm going to make it to Canada one day. That's on my bucket list. Oh, you're going to get fucked with up here. Because <laughs> I'm black? <laughs> no, oh, not oh, at no. all. <laughs> you're more <Yeah>. than welcome. <laughs> I was saying if you go to McDonald's and ask for a coffee combo, they're going to be like, do you want an English McMuffin with it or hash brown? Or... Oh, no. I don't, I don't even drink coffee. <laughs> yeah, good. I hear you there. Fuck Terrible. <laughs> You, I, I've tried it, and it's just like it's not my cup of tea. Huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't like any warm beverages or substances going down my throat. What? <laughs> <laughs> you caught it too. Yeah, I don't drink it. coffee or tea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who drinks hot tea? Yeah, I don't drink any tea. I Jenny, Jenny loves tea. hot tea. I don't know. This. Shut up. <laughs> oh man but anyway man it's been a pleasure to have you gentlemen here with me to ramble on the random ramblers with rob and ramble we did yes and before we ride off into that good night go ahead and send out your shout outs and plug your things not your orifices but <laughs> oh too late what, what, yeah it's already done our fingers are stinky <laughs> Are we going to do it old school, man? Yeah, go for it. Hey there, everybody. This is Goose. And I'm Ripkin. And we are the Rassel Nerds. Slash the Derailers. Choo-choo. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. I am Ripkin at RipkinWN. And I'm Goobs at GoobsWN. And don't forget to follow the Derailers at the Derailers. You can also follow the Rassel Nerds for everything WNW. That is at Rassel Nerds, W-R-A-S-S-L-E-N-E-R-D-S. Rassel Nerds. And, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. The Derailers is found on iTunes and Stitcher. Again, like we said, we'd love to see some ratings. We love to see a comments From Canada. And that's the same for Random Ramblings with Rob. I know you're listening, fucking Idaho. I know you can hear me right now. So you better fucking get on that shit. Goddamn, drop Vermont. some rings. Yeah, fuck you, Iowa. And you can, get you on can do us as well, but I'm just saying. More importantly, random ramblings with Rob. I'm on a that. race to Iowa. I'm get Iowa before Rob. 
We're going to fucking oh, pitch well, Iowa like we're fucking running for accepted. That's where, <laughs> that's where Slipknot is from. I'm a huge fan of Slipknot, so I'll reach out to my maggots out there in Iowa. That's what Slipknot <laughs> fans are called. And I'll get someone. I'll get, I'll get a follow from Iowa. All right. Well, never mind. Then you you, you already won that one. <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> no, don't make me talk to my juggalos, too, man. I'll get juggalos all over the world. Hey, well, that might kind of work out. It's just like... Yeah. Say he said this slanderous shit on this episode, yes, exactly. and that'll make them download exactly. the I think episode. It could work out for all of us if we yeah. went to the Juggalo community. <laughs> yes. We're right the up FBI there. FBI will be after us. Think we're a gang? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're totally a gang. We are relating in gang activity for sure. Podcasters <laughs> are all gang. Word of gangs. <laughs> Derailers gang. What? What? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a part of this gang. I'll uh, tell you that. Thank you for having us, Rob. It's it's been a, it's been a wonderful time. Uh, he has to do his shit. Well, obviously, but I'm just saying thank you back. Well, mine's mine's will get done in post. You know how. I, <laughs> <laughs> but um, See? I tell you what, we since I've been on your show when it was a thing, you've been on yep. my show, so I guess this is really um a best of five. Falls County. Oh, okay. I see where you're going with this. I see where you're going with this. Let's, uh, we'll have to get you on the derailers yeah. coming up in the February ish. Yeah, soon. Yeah. Yeah, and that way I'll be in my, my own house by then. Oh, perfect. Well, then you let us know whenever you're in your own house and then we'll let you get you in right away. Oh, then you're you're like, it'd be like WrestleMania. Flo Rider can show up and welcome to Rob's house. <laughs> I'd probably punch him in the nuts too. Yeah, I was, I was yeah, gonna no. say I really hoped Flo Rider. Jenny, Jenny hates that song. Like <laughs> she wants to kill Flo Rider. His name's fucking Florida. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Florida. No, it's just like you get a girl named Desire. No, it's Desiree. Desiree. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, this is this is uh, Rip Keen. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm Goobze. Goobze. It's an it's no, accent um, goo on no. the Z. Geobs. Thank you for having us, Brob. Brob. Yes, I've, I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Have people actually called you Brob? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, like, you, you know how it is with social media accounts. You can't put spaces oh, yeah, in between sure. things. Yeah. And I, I have a thing for that stupid ass underscore shit. I, I don't yeah. like that. So I, I just put the capital B, capital R together and the uh, OB <laughs> lowercase. And they'd be like, what, what's up? What's up, Brob? <laughs> it's like, you, you no, that's not how it works. <laughs> I think I might get in contact with the guys you had on your last show, man. Those guys were fucking hilarious. What, this last episode? Uh, um, what the fuck was his name? Oh, Sean? Yeah, Jody Sean and uh, Arlie. Arlie, Ar- yeah. Arlie? Arlie is the man. <laughs> that guy sounded fucking hilarious, man. I'm like, he just sounds so awkward. I'm like, he would fit in perfect with us. <laughs> yes, he would. I, I I have his people call your people. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. But, awesome. Thanks for having we, us, man. We've been trying we've to left. leave for like 10 minutes. <laughs> what was that? I said, we've been trying to leave for 10 minutes. <laughs> we're, we're friends. We're still hugging in a circle right now. And Paige is in the middle of it. Yeah. Oh. You're trying to, <laughs> you're trying to derail the closing. <laughs> yeah, we do that. 
All right. All right, we're good. And that was the show for this week. Or whenever you listen to this, it might not even be the same week that I'm referencing right now. <laughs> but um, thank you very much to Jay. No, I lied. It's not Jay. It's Jared because they both start with J's and, you know, I'm fucked up in the head. But anyway, thank you to Jared, the other half of the hashtag Blackout Podcast for his voicemail. Thank you to Hoppy, as always, for dropping us with some audio jewels. Uh, thank you to King Ajar for... Uh, being one of the co-hosts for the show today. And um, I don't know, I'm just trying to do it off and on. I can't guarantee that I have somebody to co-host with me uh, every week. But whenever I can grab somebody, I have them jump on in for a couple minutes before we start the episode. And also a big thank you to Goobs and Ripkin for um, once again, allowing me the opportunity to uh, be a part of their project. And um, just being some all around swell guys, giving me that time and um, everything to chat with them here on the podcast um, tonight here in the next 20 minutes is going to be NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. I want to give a big shout out to um, shit. Everybody at the New Age in- Insiders is over there hanging out in uh, Philadelphia right now, um, enjoying the. WWE festivities for the weekend. I wish y'all um, a great time. Um, hopefully no one's hurt. And I mean everybody, performers and fans alike. So uh, be safe. Don't drink and drive. And you know, this is going to be weird if you ever hear this or <laughs> you're going to hear this after the fact. But, you know, have fun, be safe and don't get into any trouble. Um, what else? I, th- I think that's about it. Um Join me Tuesdays on Lemur, um, the Lemur app. I got exclusive content that can only be found there, you know, just behind the scenes of the Random Realms with Rob. It's a little show I like to call Behind the Randomness. I probably could have added a cool effect using this mixer here that I've had for two years and still don't know how to use it to its full capability. But it is what it is. Um... Yeah, I mean, another week down, a couple of days left until we're in our own place, and I'm excited, and I'm ex- more excited to tell this raggedy piece of shit goodbye and the rental company that owns it <laughs> and the owner for having this raggedy ass shit here for rent for that high ass price. Anyway, uh, yeah, as I said before, join me on Lemur uh, Tuesdays. It's either Monday or Tuesday, Tuesday at the latest. Um, also follow me on Twitter at it's B Rob. That's I T S B R O B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and any other general shenanigans, that's the account you do it on. I'll be um, up to that wrestling shenanigans tonight as I record this for the NXT takeover special and tomorrow for the 2018 WWE Royal Rumble. That's it's going to be pretty exciting. Also, you can the show has its own Twitter. You can follow it at 3R Show. You can follow me on Instagram at Random Ramblings W underscore Rob. That's long and convoluted, I know, but that sorry motherfucker already has the 3R Show uh, username on Instagram. And, you know, I always said before that the motherfucker ain't never posted no pictures, but he got two pictures up there now. And this funk ass bookshelf 
and some tennis shoes. Only two pictures. I got over, I, I got like 4,100 different posts on there and he only got two and he won't unass the rights to three our username. Maybe if I get famous one day, I'll buy that shit. <laughs> but anyway, you can go to randomrobcast.com and uh, find many ways that you can support the show. You can um, use Amazon links, bookmark them as your uh, favorites on your web browser. And anytime you shop on Amazon.com, you don't pay extra, but the show gets a little kickback. I also have merchandise on there that I fucking need to update. So look for that for that uh, here soon once we make the move and I get settled in to my own space. And um, I start producing some more content. Hey, man, if you got any uh, shirt ideas or things you would like to see on the shirt, um, hit me up. We can make some things happen. Also, you can uh, donate via Podbean. I have a patron account there. Um, you can be like Brandon McIntyre and Glenn Abbott, who help out tremendously. I appreciate them very much. And um, Brandon McIntyre, which is um, been one of the co-hosts. Um, on one of the last episodes, I think it was the last episode before this one. And um, I'm trying to get Glenn on to be a co-host and uh, we'll get that set up in the future. Um, also, you can um, donate via PayPal. I also have an Amazon wish list where you can donate equipment to the show so I can get out there in these streets of Houston and get some video footage out there for you. Do some interviews in the Walmart and stuff like that. But um, most importantly, I mean, I know I just said all this stuff, highways you can donate to the show and give money and all kinds of things to help this thing expand and grow and be bigger than what it already is. But the most important thing you can do, fuck all that shit. You don't have to give me any money. You know, I'm doing fine, you know, as is. Fuck the money. The most important thing you can do for this show is like, listen, subscribe, retweet. Uh, tell a friend to listen, especially if you're in Idaho, Vermont or Alaska. See, I'm down to three, baby. We already got some in Hawaii. We already got some in Iowa so we can scratch them off the list. All I need is one download, one listen in Idaho, Vermont or Alaska. And I got total coverage in the United States. I don't care if you don't even listen to me ever again there. I just want one play, one download in either one of those states. <laughs> But hey, man, reviews, leave some reviews, whether it's good or bad. It just give me something, you know, love the feedback. And I, I know I haven't plugged it enough. And um, you think it'd be a part of the show by now, because, I mean, I get voicemails every week from Hoppy and sometimes Jared and whoever else decides to leave a voicemail. But you can leave a voicemail, too, at 304-825-5762. That's 304-TALK-ROB. I think that I said that right. I haven't said it in so long. <laughs> but yeah, leave me a random voicemail. It can be about anything. It can be plugging your podcast and putting yourself over. That's that's what this show is for. This show is for you. It's, it's for me in the sense that I it's mine. I own it. I pay the bills on it. But the show is for you, the listener, the guest, everybody. And um, that's about it. So next week, hopefully I'll be set up in a new crib, uh, continuing to bring you the audio assault on your eardrums. And uh, with that being said, hey, I'll see you next time. Hush 
your faces coming straight to your ears a podcast network that's changing gears bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat a family of pods that are bringing the heat there ain't no stopping us keep coming back to us sick ass pods that'll make you hush www.hushyourface www.hushyourface www.hushyourface.com